Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. Good morning, everyone, to those who are joining on Zoom. Good morning, who those who are here in person and those who might be watching live on Facebook and also to those who are hearing this later on the Temple Beth Am podcast. Uh, this is a slight shift for the last almost two years. I've been offering a meditation twice a week on Zoom only on Wednesdays and Fridays at noon. We're now shifting to once a week, uh, Friday mornings, um, right after our daily meeting at Temple Beth Am, including in person. And this is uh, an opportunity for us to grab 15 minutes, or for those of us who've been davening, 15 more minutes where the tasks of the day and the to-do lists and our relationship with the physical world and the material world are put to the side and we get to revel and luxuriate in us as ourselves in a complete way. To quote one of my teachers that I quote often from my retreat in India, In this meditation, the obligation is to repose in yourself. To find that repose, that rest, in nowhere else but you. You have all that you need in your body and in your mind to claim a sense of profound tranquility and rest. And even if it doesn't last all day because it can't, it can be extremely meaningful while it's happening. As we go into the meditation in a moment, I'll be sharing with you a short frame that emerges from where we are in the weekly Torah cycle. And as always, I invite you either to listen to my voice in the particulars and have that help direct your mind, or ignore my voice completely in the particulars and simply have the experience be one which is enveloping you and bringing you to a deeper place of the understanding of self. So in that in mind, I ask you to close your eyes. And start to accept that wonderful and heavy descent. That almost immediate feeling of your falling falling without fear or worry, falling in that you are no longer contained or constrained by the natural physical world. You are untethered. And you're going deep inside yourself. And there's a downward directional pull. And at the same time, the wonderful paradox, you may feel that you are sorting, soaring, weightless, above rather than below, in the heavens and beyond. You only, you are oneself, not only in the universe, 
but a very part of the universe and therefore connected to all of it. If you haven't already, place your feet flat on the ground and your hands on your legs, either palms up or palms down. Palms up representing an openness and acceptance of this moment. Palms down an embrace of your very self. Another point of connectivity between you and you. And bring your mind to any point in your body that seems like it's holding too much tension. It's too taut muscles contracted unnecessarily. And give your body the gift of release. Lower your shoulders. Soften your belly. There's no reason to hold it in for anyone ever, and certainly not now. Slacken your jaw. Unfurrow your brow. Even let your eyeballs feel light in their sockets. And place attention on your spine that it be straight and strong and doing all of the vertical work that allows so many other of your muscles and sinews and connective tissues to be slack. As you claim this moment as a moment of poised rest, very attentive, you're very awake, this is not slumber. You're very focused, you're more alert than you may be at any point during the day. But you're also at rest with a bodily serenity and a mindful serenity enveloping you. If you haven't yet, you can focus on your breathing, taking deep and unhurried breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth, trying to turn an automatic, instinctive act into a delightful, chosen act where every moment of that breath is a gift, the feeling of the air through your nostrils, breathing as if your nostrils were in your belly, each breath being taken in all the way, and the difference in the cool of the air coming in and the warm of the air coming out, and a recognition of the grand equilibrium that allows you to take in from the environment the exact molecules you need 
and to extrude the exact molecules you do not. And as you hold this space, allowing thoughts to come into your mind and then releasing them almost as quickly as they come so that there will be almost no memory of a thought that you had. Each thought a helium balloon. It comes to you. You don't know where it came from. It doesn't define you. You release it, there's empty space, and another one comes. As that process is happening in the foreground or the background, I invite you to think about the place we are in our weekly Torah reading. A week after the wedding, we're in the marriage. A week after the fireworks of Revelation and the Ten Commandments, we're in instructions and details and particulars. A week after, as the French commentator Chiscuni said, God taught us about reverence and awe. God teaches us about details, specifics, how to maintain a relationship. I invite you to linger in that nexus, the relationship between the grand emotional feeling and pronouncement and the nitty-gritty that makes something last. And which moment is this? Are we in Yitro? Having a profound, transcendent moment? Or are we in Mishpatim, where every instruction for how to sit and how to breathe and how to guide your thinking is what's most important. Or are they inextricably linked, indivisible, with perhaps the specifics of how you experience the breath coming in through your nose being the most transcendent moment of your day, of your week, a moment that can't be eclipsed for its sense of yira, of reverence, of awe for your body, for God's created world, for reality itself. We breathe and we meditate on guidelines and on great love, on details and on devotion.
on reverence for something greater than us and respect for the small things that perpetuate that very reverence. And we sit in gratitude and we hold this space. When you're ready, you can open your eyes and return back to the world that we'll inhabit for the rest of the day. And the one piece of the technology of moving this meditation to the sanctuary that I forgot to anticipate is how to share with everybody the closing meditation blessing that we've been saying. So I'll read it this time three times, and by next Friday... I'll be able to put that onto the screen for everybody to share together. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. I wish you all a shalom and a namaste and a shabbat shalom. And I hope to see you a lot in the next week, but no later than one week from today.
8.15 Pacific Time for our next guided meditation. Bye, everybody. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.